Hello and welcome to this podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. You're about to hear the Serving Today programme, which is for pastors and church leaders. This episode was recorded with the late Phil Crowter back in the early 2000s, before he went to glory. Welcome to Serving Today, the programme for pastors and church leaders. I'm Derek French and it's good to be with you. Preaching through Mark, Phil Crowter continues taking us through Mark chapter 13. If you were asked to make a list of things your people find difficult to do, I wonder what you'd include. I'm sure for some it would include things such as praying publicly in the church prayer meeting. They're so nervous that they'll get all their words jumbled up or feel they could never pray as well as someone else in the church, and so they keep silent when their brothers and sisters need to hear them pray. For others, it will be forgiving someone who's really hurt them. Perhaps they've said something unkind or spread malicious rumours about them which were completely untrue. And loving them and forgiving them can be so difficult. Then for still others, it will be sharing the gospel of Christ with people whom they know are hostile to God and his people. And sometimes that can even include members of our families. Well, we can say that as difficult as all these things may be for some believers, and they can be very real obstacles, we can say that the Lord can help us in each one of them. Nothing is too hard for the Lord, we are taught in Genesis 18 verse 14. And Jesus declared in another humanly impossible situation in Mark 19 verse 26, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Well, in today's programme, we come to the second of Phil Crowder's talks on preaching through Mark 13, and it actually picks up on the last of the instances of these things which many believers find difficult to do. We're looking at verses 9 to 13. So, Phil, what's the heading you've given to these verses? Keep on telling the good news. Well, that's a good challenge to us. And uh, what about background and so on that we need to be aware of? Because we've mentioned several times that Mark 13 is not the easiest of chapters to work our way through. Yes, and it's telling the good news in the situation of hard, painful times because Jesus is wanting to prepare his disciples for the future. After Jesus has gone, they are going to face a lot of trouble, but they mustn't think that the end has come. People will hate them. They'll say, keep quiet about Jesus. But the disciples must be ready to keep speaking out about Jesus. So what things does Jesus want us to do when trouble does come? Well, let's find out in verses 9 to 13. Thank you, Derek. Jesus said, you must be on your guard. You'll be handed over to the local councils and flogged in the synagogues. On account of me, you will stand before governors and kings as witnesses to them. And the gospel must first be preached to all nations. Whenever you are arrested and brought up to trial... Do not worry beforehand about what to say. Just say whatever is given you at the time. For it is not you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will betray brother to death and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. All men will hate you because of me. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. Yes, three notes on the verses. In verse 10, we see that the gospel must first be preached to all nations. Now, the disciples expected Jesus to come back very soon. But we see here that before Jesus returns, God's people have work to do. All the different groups of people around the world need to hear the good news. 
And uh, here we are, 2,000 years later, and we still haven't managed to do it, have we? No, indeed. And the task is great, isn't it? It is. The incentive to get on and do the work. Mm. Then in verse 11, Jesus says that when you are arrested and brought to trial, do not worry beforehand about what to say. Just say whatever is given you at the time, for it is not you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Now, normally, God wants us to think very carefully before we speak. And so we mustn't think that the first thing that we think of is from God. But here it's different. This is a special time of great trouble and God promises special help in those kinds of times. It's when you are arrested. And here's a great encouragement, really, because when we stand up for him, he will certainly help us. We don't need to worry. And that's the point Jesus is making here. Phil, I had an experience many years ago now where this verse, I had a taste of it, if you like. Mm. We were being opposed very strongly by someone in the town where we were living at the time. They were involved in spiritism and so on. And I had said that this was the work of the devil. And they were vehemently opposed and actually threatened to take me to court. Mm. And uh, I went to visit. There were two people involved and prayed much before going and went to them. And it wasn't until after the event when the ordeal was over and I I went back home, that I realised that the Lord had brought to my memory verse after verse after verse to counteract all their arguments of opposing the gospel. And I was able to recite verses that I could never remember having committed to memory. Yes. And I was very aware the Holy Spirit had been my helper on that occasion. That's this promise that Jesus gives us. and we, We are so afraid, aren't we, that we won't be able to cope when... Trouble comes, but Mm. Jesus promises us. It was an unpleasant experience because there were these two people vehemently opposed to to Christ, but at the same time it was very encouraging. And then one more note on the verses. In verse 13, you may be puzzled by this, Jesus says, He who stands firm to the end will be saved. And you, you ask, well, aren't we saved if we believe in Jesus? Well, certainly we can say that if Jesus has saved us at the cross, then we are saved and we're safe because we trust in Jesus. However, Jesus also says that we need to keep on to the end and then we'll be saved. And that's because salvation is like a journey, a journey that begins at the cross and ends in heaven. And so people who trust in Jesus need to keep trusting him until the end of their lives and then they will go to be with Jesus. A very helpful challenge there. Coming now to the to the sermon, what should be our main point? We must tell the good news to everyone. Don't let anyone stop you. And your people may face this kind of situation. They may face real danger, just as it says here. And you'll need to help them with this. It isn't easy, is it? But help them not to hide their faith. And pray that this section will give them courage and wisdom. Or it may be that it's very easy for your people to say that they believe in Jesus. I don't know your situation. If it's easy for your people to be open about their faith, then help them to care for Christians in other places who do suffer for Jesus. How can they find out about brothers and sisters who are persecuted? In what ways can they help them? It's very practical this, isn't it?
Well, what about the sermon headings? What would you suggest should be our main points? First, people will hate you. Jesus makes this very clear in verse 9. And then verse 12, brother will betray brother to death and a father his child. In verse 13, all men will hate you because of me. Now, we want everyone to love us, don't we? I certainly do. Yes, indeed. <laughs> we, we want people to think that we're nice people, good people. We never deliberately want to make them hate us. And so we try not to say things that they won't like, that will turn them against us. But what does Jesus say about that? Many Christians have found a way to avoid difficulty. Well, they talk about Jesus with their Christian friends, but then they don't tell other people that they're Christians. And they keep quiet about Jesus. And that way, people won't hate them. But what does Jesus say? How much do we love Jesus? If someone wants to beat you, will you then say that you love Jesus? If your family will hate you for it, will you still love Jesus? How hard this is. We so need to ask Jesus to help us, don't we? Yes, we do indeed. What about your second point? Well, first then we must accept that people will hate us. But what does Jesus tell us to do then? There are three things. First, everyone must hear about Jesus. In verse 10, Jesus says the gospel must first be preached to all nations. So we mustn't let anyone stop us. We may be afraid, but everyone must hear about Jesus. This is Jesus' plan. Even when rulers of our country tell us that we're not allowed to speak, or the police try to stop us, well, they too need to hear about Jesus. Verse 9 makes this clear. You will be handed over to local councils and flogged or, or whipped in the synagogues. On account of me, you will stand before governors and kings as witnesses to them. And you remember how Paul had to do that in the book of Acts. Mm. So there's a question here, isn't there, for our church, for us as individuals. Who, who can we tell about Jesus? Think of people that you know who don't hear about Jesus. Maybe people in your town or village, or maybe in another part of your country. What can you do about it? I was thinking there, Phil, when people do persecute us, their very actions are indicating how much they need the Lord. <laughs> I know they don't realise it, and you know, if we don't tell them, well, they may never know. And I think it, it helps us to be able to pray for those who persecute us, doesn't it? When we realise their spiritual state is awful, they're on a road that leads to destruction, and without Jesus, they, they will perish. And I think our natural reaction when people don't seem to want to hear, our natural reaction is to keep quiet, isn't it? Mm, yes, um, yeah. But everyone must hear about Jesus. Mm. The second thing that Jesus tells us to do is not to worry. Do not worry. Verse 11, he's talking about when someone's arrested and brought to trial. Do not worry beforehand about what to say. Jesus will look after us when we suffer for him. He's promised to give us the right words to say. And Jesus doesn't want us to worry 
He wants us to speak out and to trust him. And then the third thing is to keep on to the end. Verse 13, he who stands firm to the end will be saved. Yes, it is hard, but don't give up. Jesus will help you through to the end. You could use a word picture here of a journey with many difficulties that you have to get through, but you must get to the end of the journey. And to talk with your people here about the kind of things that make them feel like giving up. What is it that makes you feel like giving up? And how do Jesus' words give you courage and strength to keep going? Yes, we need to encourage our people, don't we, at such times? We, we do, because it's so hard, especially when we feel we're on, we're on our own. And we need together as a church of God's people to encourage one another to keep on. And with that helpful instruction, we must bring this edition of Serving Today to a close. Thank you for being with us, and do write to us if you have any questions about today's programme. Our address follows in a short while. Until next time, this is Derek French saying goodbye, and may the Lord help us and our people to keep on telling others about our Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, thanks for listening to Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. To get in touch with us, you can send us a message via WhatsApp. The number is plus four four seven five zero eight nine three two five three four. That's plus four four seven five zero eight nine three two five three four. Or email us. The address is serving today at gbm.org.uk. Until next time, goodbye.